The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judea, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. The Gospel of the Lord. It usually happens that it's a scene in a movie. Almost always it's in a, a tent. It's dark. There's maybe one light hanging down, and the general is looking over himself, or looking over rather, a map. And he's headstrong in his deliberation. He says, We don't need any more. If we can just do this, we'll be where we need to be. Maybe the scene transpires to a day or two or or hours later even, and it hits that dramatic moment where the general breaks down because he realizes that he's being overrun. He realizes that he cannot save himself and he cannot save his unit. And so against his pride, he finally gives orders to call in for reinforcements. How often have we heard that statement in our life that sometimes things won't change until you hit rock bottom. But do they have to hit rock bottom for us to recognize, like that general, that we cannot save ourselves? As we approach these final days of Advent, we recognize that our call for reinforcements oftentimes does not come in the way that we expect it to happen. Think about Christmas morning. An infant in a lowliest of places in a manger was born that was to be our Savior. And so when we look out and we call in for these reinforcements, we too, in these last days of Advent, Pray what our psalmist prayed today. Lord, let us turn to you and we shall be saved. For us to turn to God, we turn to him most especially when we recognize where he is desiring to change our life. The psalmist goes on and continues. He says, give us new life and we will call upon your name. And so how true it is that in these last few days, let us pay attention to those hidden ways, the ways that God's grace, His very life, His new life is already being poured out into us. That new life that recognizes that we are being saved by our Savior. Just as Mary and Elizabeth greeted each other, and Elizabeth recognized in the hiddenness of just her own pregnancy, 
that the Lord and the Holy Spirit was at work there, so too may we recognize in a powerful way where the Lord is already desiring to enter in. But do we have the humility to receive it? And oftentimes when we think about this, we can keep it as pie in the sky, as grace is some theological component. But we know it comes to us in a very real way through the lowliness of bread and through our experience in the confessional. But God works incarnationally in the flesh, which is why he comes in these ways, but also why he comes to us through our relationships with others. For us as a priest team, we've recognized that to a whole new level, and we're kind of honing in our efforts as a team through asking for help. And so as we continue these next five days especially, let us reach out to others, let us receive the help of others, let us receive the grace of our Lord and the Eucharist here today. Yes, if we haven't been this Advent to confession, through the sacrament of confession, because it is from what the world judges as the lowliest of ways, the Lord desires to bring us a reinforcement that he desires to save us. And so now at this point in this weekend, we always receive a message from the bishop asking for us to consider another one of these places where the world judges as the lowliest of ways, the priesthood by which God desires to bring his grace, his salvific work into the world.